0: Welcome to This Youth Generation, working to improve the quality of life for youth in our community. I'm your host, Dion D. Price, author and youth life skills coach. I'm looking forward to engaging you on the topic of critical issues concerning today's youth generation by way of informative edutainment through storytelling, discussions, and interviews. If you're a parent, educator, or youth worker, this program will be a valuable resource for you. Let's get to it. This new generation, Dion Price, episode number four. Thank you for tuning in. This subject matter is based on a column that was produced. The question was raised, does spanking children create violent adults? Well, the American Academy of Pediatrics seem to think so. They represent 67,000 doctors. They came out strongly and just said, basically the practice is harmful, literally and physically to children, doesn't change the behavior and it could even make them aggressive adults later in life. What do you think? We're gonna delve into this, unpack this subject. Let's get into what my mom used to call the nitty gritty of the subject. To add a little context for the topic, let's read a little excerpt from the book, Raised in Hell. One afternoon, I was asked by my mother who was entertaining the male guest, Mr. Johnson, to walk to the store to pick up a few items. Mr. Johnson was always a very generous individual gave me a few dollars to purchase a couple of necessities. It was common courtesy that when you send a kid on such a long and dangerous journey to a store in South Central Los Angeles at this time, you reward him with some change, which could be a quarter or 50 cent or even a dollar. So I took the liberty of using a dime of Mr. Johnson's change to get myself a packet of watermelon annihilators, which were my favorite candy at the time. I assumed he wouldn't mind. I had done this several times when my mother had sent me to the store with no wrath or consequences. However, this situation would produce a drastically different response. As I arrived with the grocery item still sucking on a piece of candy, my mother asked me in a calm voice, Dion, where did you get the money to buy candy? I almost froze for a moment as I instantly realized that I was in trouble. I slowly returned the rest of Mr. Johnson's change, still not responding to her question. She re-emphasized, who told you to buy some candy with Mr. Johnson's money? I sadly mumbled, nobody. I could sense that this awkward exchange was even making Mr. Johnson uncomfortable. She ordered me to go directly to my room. After a few minutes, I could hear her angry feet pounding toward the room. I was already shedding tears of fear. She busted into the room with a fury well in a thick electric extension cord. With every stroke that hit me, it struck an excruciating streak of pain that felt like it was ripping off layers of my skin. My screams and pleas for her to stop had no effect. She showed me no empathy as I cried out, Okay, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. She continued for what seemed like an hour, giving me a beating that no child ever deserved, particularly an eight-year-old kid being beaten like a slave over a lousy dime. When she finally stopped hitting me, probably from exhaustion, she was too tired to say anything, but don't you ever do that again, as long as you live. Still whipping from pain, I could barely move. The extension cord left thick welts on my legs and back, some of which were bleeding. The wounds on my body were so painfully sensitive that I could not sit or lay on my back. I laid there in the prone position, traumatized and clutching the mustard colored blanket that covered my bed. Again, as experts from the book Raised in Hell, was that going too far? This topic continues to be a debate. Obviously our environment has changed to the point where the example that was given in Raised in Hell would be easily considered abuse. And my mother would be arrested for child abuse, clearly. And some would agree. Is it necessary or when it, or is it ever necessary to use physical discipline? So the spanking a child create about an adult? Again, the subject in this podcast is based on a previously or recently published column, This Your Generation. A subject that sparked an interest, uh, an interesting debate on social media based on a prominent doctor of psychology who claims that spanking a child is the same as beating the child. And it teaches that child that violence is a way to solve problems. With all due respect to this PhD doctor, I was kind of amused at that statement because as a child who got my butt tapped several times as a child, based on the example previously given uh, an example of raised in hell. And I'm not sure how old I was, whether I was too young for that type of discipline. I'm not sure my age. I don't know how old it was we got it out with- but I speak from experience, what I learned as a child when I did get physically disciplined, I didn't learn that I can use this later on in life or this is gonna make me more aggressive. What I learned was whatever I did to get my ass whooped, I sure as hell won't be doing it again. That's what I learned. The last thing on a child's mind after or recently after they've gotten whooped is, I can use this out on the playground. That, that's not how it works. So with all due respect to the PhD, a little off base there. Uh, the most ridiculous claim in this argument is that there is no difference between spanking and beating. And that's almost laughable. So, cause when I think of a beating, I think of what took place in 1992 when the LAPD brutally beat Rodney King, the motorist. Now that's a beating. Now compare that to when a parent spanks their three-year-old child on the hand for running the street. Big difference, big difference. Uh, when you talk about extremes, and you start using those terms like beating, it, it sparks such a narrow perspective. And then s- with that in mind, some of these uh, arguments may make sense when you use those extreme terminology. So to be careful, let's be careful how we use the terminology. There is a difference between spanking and beating. Barring the extreme child abuse cases, which is the exception, not the, the norm, there is Physical discipline that is necessary after progressive discipline has led to no change in behavior. Consequences change behavior. Obviously, if the the discipline that is being used doesn't change the behavior, you have to try a different form of discipline. If that leads to physical spanking, then so be it. That's what needs to happen. That's how the world works. That's how behaviors are changed. As a matter of fact, in my experience, working in the field of youth and child development, most adults testify that Uh, they appreciate the discipline they've received, even if that discipline was physical. most adults, including myself, appreciate that discipline because we believe that it made us more responsible adults. So how hypocritical it is for the leadership in a modern society who accepts and endorses so much violence in our society, in the nations and in our world, to accuse parents of being violent for disciplining their children. Many youth become out of control and have gravitated toward gangs, drugs and and, and dangerous behavior, high risk behavior. Yet law enforcement will not hesitate to use extreme force or violence to discipline those kids. Basically, law enforcement will kill a, a teenage child for acting out or doing something, running away, stealing the car, doing anything. So think about that. They don't want parents to spank their kids, but law enforcement can kill them. So in other words, you can't spank them, but we can kill them. Doesn't make sense. So as a former junior hall counselor, I've experienced a situation where a teenage boy, I believe he was about 14 years old, he was locked up at the time, but story came out that he went into his father's closet and got out his nine millimeter gun, called himself going to go out in in the city and try to go handle some of his People that was teasing them some 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 of his enemies or whatever this is a 14 year old his father got wind of it called up with the kid took the gun from it, and put a beat down behind whooping on him right there in the street the police ended up on the scene arrested the father for child abuse now here this man may have saved several lives this it turns out this young man had taken a nine millimeter and two clips that's about 18 per round per clip so he saved several lives possibly he was arrested That concept just doesn't make sense to most people. And it sounds excessive. And it really hinders the capacity of parents to use the tools necessary to guide their young people into prosperity, into into healthy development. I think parents need all the tools necessary. Don't take anything away from them. Now, of course, barring extreme abuse, like an example that was given and raised in hell, was that extreme? I think that was excessive for an eight year old to receive that type of beating for a 10 cents pack of, of now right? Uh, that's extreme, but that's not the norm. Most people don't go to that extreme. We don't use extension cords. We don't use those things anymore. But is it necessary to, for physically disciplined sometimes after progressive discipline has failed? Absolutely. So the bottom line is this. The line of thinking is disconnected from the true challenge of today's youth generation. Parents need all the tools necessary. Let's get some readers feedback, readers feedback to chime in on the subject matter. Let's start with Tweeting, who responded from the column. Tweeting writes, great article. I was spanked as a kid and my mom said it hurt her more than it did me. You don't need to beat or use objects or an open hand on the other on the rear end does wonders. I spank my kids and they are great, responsible adults. Today's kids are spoiled, disrespectful, and downright rude. So to hear those professionals say it's abuse, come on. It's called parenting to make your kids accountable for their behaviors. That's tweeting. Uh, I've, uh, tweeting. Obviously, she uh, concurs that sometimes it is necessary to put hands on a child. And those hands are are given, uh, that discipline is disseminated out of love, not frustration, but it's done responsibly and not out of anger and frustration. Another column reader, Fred writes, as a nonviolent believer, I never swatted my children. They're all doing fine and are productive members of society. We corrected bad behavior by learning skills from parenting classes and reading materials being a good parent is not something you just know how to do through experiences some of your experiences as a child did not work on you i'm sure all right Fred, right on, right on the money there so obviously you had enough experiences and tools to use discipline that worked so the discipline worked you didn't have to go to experience no one's saying we go that the parents who condone Uh, corporal punishment or physical discipline when necessary they're not saying they go we go right there immediately they're saying we use as you alluded to progressive discipline so obviously your course of discipline worked to change the behavior so there was no need when my first child all i needed was a firm voice i didn't have to do any discipline with him at that point but the second and third child and fourth They were a little different, so I had to use different methods of discipline, and some of which were POW to the butt. So SK, SK writes, Love this article, Mr. Price being 70 years old and then, then the son of a German Jewish parents, true disciplinarians. My father pulled out the belt out in an instant, a good whipping, not a beating. Now, according to Dr. Phil, 50% of people are against it, 50% are not. For me, if I hadn't gotten those, I'm sure that I would not have turned out to be the responsible adult I am today. And I was very far from an angel. If more parents spanked, yes, even using their belt sparingly, there may be less of a reason to build more prisons. Time arts are BS. They don't work. Lack of discipline today has led to some very bad dudes. No respect to adults or authority. Just ask your local teachers what they think. I bet the principal wishes they could go back to using paddles. So, SK, thanks for reading. Thanks for your response. Seems that you also agree, uh, coming obviously from the old school perspective, that discipline, when provided out of love and under control, is effective. So again, the consensus of the feedback that I'm getting here is that physical discipline is necessary sometimes and it's also beneficial to the development of a young adult or a person into a young adult. So thanks for reading. I appreciate the feedback. So let's get into some professional insight here on the subject. Here are five characteristics of discipline from the source Focus on the family website. Number one, the necessity of discipline to deter destruction. It is necessary discipline is necessary for correction if there's no discipline then a, an individual would will develop out of control with no boundaries and we know what that leads to so it's out of love it's out of it's out of correction the the, the term of discipline means correction and redirecting keep that in mind number two the means of discipline actions and words so In order for there to be discipline, it must come with actions and words. Some parents are verbal only, without action, and that leads to weakness in their effectively redirecting their kids. And and young people pick up on that. Some parents are all talk, but there's no action. So the proper form of of, of discipline and the means of discipline is actions and words. You have to come up with, there has to be some action Uh, causes reaction and there must be some type of form of disciplinary action. What that is, progressive discipline and or not limited to getting a butt whooping. They need to be aware of that. Again, consequences change behavior. Number three, the motive of discipline is to express love. Now most people, parents, and from a professional and a personal perspective is out of love. If you love your children, you're going to do what you need to do to save them from themselves. The previous example of a a parent spanking their three to four year old for running the street. They're not spanking those kids because they hate them. They spanking them because they love them and they don't want them to run in the street and end up getting killed. That's love. So sometimes that discipline is disseminated out of love. Number four, the goal of discipline to teach obedience. That's bottom line, you're teaching and correcting. You teach your child to be submissive. There's boundaries, there's directions, and you teach them that this consequence of this course of action is not the way to go. So you do what you need to do to redirect them. Number five, the result of discipline, short-term pain, long-term gain. I like that. When you discipline, no one likes discipline. From those who experienced it, it wasn't feel good. It wasn't comfortable as it should not be comfortable because if it's too comfortable, it won't change behavior. So it must be uncomfortable. It should be uncomfortable. It should cause some discomfort and some pain. Uh, Maybe not literal, but in some cases, yes, literal. Again, I have four kids and some responded to different forms of discipline and some only responded to pain and it was effective. So again, the results of discipline is short-term pain, long-term gain. That leads to the scripture. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. That's from Hebrews 12, 4 through 11. Again, discipline doesn't feel good, but it's absolutely necessary. So in closing... Just as a doctor prescribes medication, parents need to be just as diligent and just as careful as when a doctor prescribes medication. A doctor's prescription is different per the patient depending on their illness. And just as a doctor prescribes medication, a parent needs to be just as diligent to prescribe discipline to their child. And just in the doctor's situation, too little may not be effective and too much could be fatal. This generation, Dion Price, just a humble servant trying to make a difference. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching.